What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Apple Bits XL. It is episode six. And if you didn't think you were going to get another episode this week, I didn't either. But after we had that interview with Mark Gurman, which was awesome, and thanks so much for checking in and listening to that. We did have a little bit of audio issues in the beginning where his mic was rubbing against him, but then um, we got it solved. So the second half of the interview is a lot cleaner, and we'll make sure that's tight the next time around. But you guys and gals come here to this show to find out the latest Apple news each week. And so I feel like if we're going to do an interview like that, that we should also give you kind of a quick hitting, here are the headlines, here's a few things to know about what happened in Apple this week. So this is going to be episode six for the Apple Bits XL. Again, if you want to be a part of this show, please give us a call. one 833 abxl Now I set up a voicemail line so that you guys and gals could call in. So I want you to keep this kind of back and forth dialogue going. We do have some calls in the queue, but I want to kind of add a few more so I can beef up the next show that we drop them in. So again, it's one 833 abxl All right, let's just get to the headlines. I think the big story this week, Apple officially discontinues the airport wireless router lineup. That's right, it's over. Apple is no longer doing anything related to Wi-Fi products. This is something that we had seen kind of hinted at really as far back as I think almost a year and a half ago, Bloomberg, Mark Gurman's Bloomberg uh, article detailed how Apple was discontinuing development on it. People weren't sure. It was kind of hush-hush. There were no signs that was happening, but we didn't see an update after that article for literally a year and a half. And that was the writing on the wall for me. They're not going to do anything about this. So they have officially discontinued the line. That is the Airport Express, which hasn't been updated since 2012. The Airport Extreme and Time Capsule, that or the Extreme, that hasn't been updated since 2013. So we're talking about a long, long time in technology where they've just kind of left these. They were 802.11 AC wireless routers. The funny thing about this is Apple also outlined key features to look for if you're upgrading and you're now like, uh, I don't want to get involved in, don't get, don't get an airport express device, guys. Like, don't do it. It makes no sense unless you're a collector who wants to have the last airport wireless base station. And I know, I know there's people out there that do that. So it's done, but Apple themselves are saying, hey, we recommend you getting a router that supports 802.11ac, obviously. Dual band networks, that is 2.4 gigahertz and 5 gigahertz, which is pretty much standard now these days for a higher-end Wi-Fi router. WPA2, that's a personal encryption. And then MIMO or MooMimo, this is which allows the router to send and receive multiple streams that helps improve performance. So look, I have a, a few that instantly off the top of my head, great Wi-Fi systems that are also mesh networks. And what I mean by that is that allows you to have not only your standard wireless base station that's connected directly to your router, but you can have these extenders or kind of these nodes that you plug into the wall in different areas of your home or apartment that allow you to extend the wireless signal. And this is these have been out for years, but not everyone uses them. So look, we've Google Wi-Fi has a great system that has its own software management tool. Another actual product that is really good in, in the past sponsored our previous show, but it's not because they sponsored it. I think the best looking one and the sleekest looking one out of them all is the Eero, that's E-E-R-O. It's their own home Wi-Fi system that 
they honestly almost look like Apple Pro mice that you plug into the wall, but it's a really sleek, again, kind of white, shiny plastic surface, similar to the Google Wi-Fi uh, setup. But you can do that, like a Google Wi-Fi 3 pack is 258 or roughly around like 260-ish online right now. Uh, you can, I think directly through Google, it's 299, but go to other spots like Amazon or B&H Photo. They have it for around 260 for three Wi-Fi kind of, you know, locations or nodes that all talk to each other. You put them in different areas of the house. The Eero home Wi-Fi system is more like 399. That gives you one central base station and two nodes or two extension points that you can go to and then you also have the orbi wi-fi system but i think of those are the three that i would recommend i would really stick with either google wi-fi or eero as your top two if you're looking to update and upgrade your wi-fi system at home those are the two that i dig just cosmetically and feature wise so apple completely out of the game for wi-fi it's not a surprise anymore but it's done so there you have it Another story, just to kind of keep you up in the date with the latest news, iPhone SE 2 leaks are starting to come out. We don't know if this is official, but at least images that have been posted online showcase a glass backing for the iPhone SE 2, which would indicate it probably, if true, and what rumors have said, would lean to wireless charging for the iPhone SE 2. Also, a headphone jack. Very important, but the front-facing design pretty much looks similar to what we expect with the iPhone SE, an extremely popular model for Apple users. My niece has an iPhone SE, but I know she's looking to upgrade to the to like. She, I mean, she, of course, she wants a ten, but if I was her parents, Janea, you're only getting. Geez, you don't even need an eight. Getting a seven or a six S would be pretty pretty dope. So, other rumors about the SE two. Say that's probably moving from an A9 to an A10 chip, other component tweaks, but maybe I think if they do the iPhone SE2, I don't think we need to see it in September with the new generation big time iPhone launches. I I don't mind seeing an iPhone SE2 at WWDC as they showcase the new OS. They can say, hey, we also have an update to one or most one of our most popular phones. So I think that would be really a good place to put to put that to make that announcement and it kind of keeps people satiated to hey here's another apple product drop so we'll see how that all flies also in regards to iphone news mark german and i talked about how wall street was freaking out over declining you know projections by suppliers for apple like tsmc or and also just apple themselves sales a demand for the iPhone 10 specifically has been lower than Apple pretty much expected. I can tell you right now, I know three people recently who aren't even looking at the 10 and are looking to get the 8 because they like Touch ID better. And I am totally, Touch ID still outperforms Face ID. Face ID is nice, but it is not any Touch ID from a speed standpoint. It's just I just still find it to be way more convenient. And it's funny how when you go back and use like an eight from a 10, you've kind of untrained yourself and you feel like you pause from like, wait, how do I, how do I pull down to get to my utilities and all that stuff? It, it always freaks you out. Anyways, a new report now after Samsung's earnings report themselves highlighted that their profits for its display sector were drawn down by slow demand for flexible OLED panels. These are the OLED panels used in the iPhone 10. 
Samsung outright said they were affected by slow demand for flexible OLED panels, indicating another supplier for the iPhone 10 has lower projections or is at least saying, hey, our orders and the demand for these components weren't as high as we had expected and our numbers are down because of that. So that's now two indicators outside of Apple that the iPhone 10 isn't as successful as they hoped. I'm not saying it's a bad product. It's not a crappy product, but it's not performing as well as they wanted. I think if you ask around or even think for yourself of maybe what decisions you're making, there's people that are always going to be like, I'm definitely getting the iPhone 10. But most people that are thinking this through like, ah, maybe I don't really need the iPhone 10 and I'll wait till the next generation or I just don't even like Face ID. So why am I going to get an iPhone 10? So just again, just more indications of if Apple's really losing uh, traction from a standpoint of phone sales, that is their bread and butter. It makes up 60 plus to somewhere around the mid 60 to 70% of their revenue. So somewhere around 60%. So that's that's a big deal. Again, they are so big, but, and it's not like the sky is falling, but when people aren't buying your flag, your in your mind your flagship phone, it's something to be worried about. All right, another quick break. This podcast is brought to you all by you. Patreon.com slash Brian Tong. You can sponsor this show for entry level at one dollar per month or a cup of coffee. I think we're worth it. Five dollars a month, the Apple Bits XL, and we have different rewards and different tiers. If you aren't familiar with Patreon, check it out. It's patreon.com slash Brian Tong, and it's a way to keep this show going. We're about halfway to our goal to continue this show. I'm going to give this a good shot. So it's not like I'm just going to pull this show off, but I just want to continue to show you the quality and content that we're going to bring and give to you so that you can be like, you know what? I feel good about supporting this, and I thank you all so much for your continued support. Uh, Video content is coming up in probably the next month I'm starting to do a few videos here and there when the topics are relevant it's at my YouTube channel at youtube.com slash Brian Tong so you can check everything there all right on to more of kind of the quick headlines to keep you in the know of what else has been going on iTunes who all here uses iTunes I know we all use iTunes I know also iTunes has become just a massive massive bloated piece of software there's just too much going on it's a massive download and that's I think it's over somewhere around like 500 to 600, you know, megs for the app itself. But iTunes is now finally available on the Microsoft Store. People have been actually waiting for this for a while. Users that want the native iTunes experience, and I can tell you there's plenty of Apple users who have migrated over to the Surface Pro or the Surface Book, honestly. So iTunes is now that specific standalone app available as a free download. It'll run only on Windows 10 machines. So that's just kind of a little note of what's going on inside and outside the world of Apple. Also, cool thing to check out, Apple Maps has added new indoor maps for three major international airports. This is a really cool feature where you can zoom in tighter to things like malls, or large low flagship locations of places, and check out their indoor mapping. It shows the internal layout of buildings across multiple floors. Really cool stuff. So they've added a few new airports. Uh, the iPhone and iPad can now explore Sydney International, Edinburgh, and Hamad International. So this lets you find you know check-in desks, 
baggage claim carousels, food locations, really cool stuff. So just kind of a new little nice bell and whistle that they've added to Apple Maps. Microsoft and Facebook, Facebook, book, Facebook, Microsoft and Facebook, the last two big companies are now following Apple's lead on gun emojis. If you recall, Apple had changed their gun emoji back in 2016 into a squirt gun water gun. So now Microsoft and Facebook have announced that they'll be changing their own pistol emojis from this realistic looking handgun to a water pistol. Microsoft's looks like a freaking super soaker, which is cool. So I'm all about that, but just a way to be sensitive about things that are going on. Probably my favorite story of the week, though. I'm sorry if you don't care about this, but I care about this. Kanye West had another tweet storm. If you don't know, Kanye West recently came back to Twitter. He's actually put some really cool kind of inspirational messages and message of free thinking. He's also put out a lot of messages that have stirred the pot and caused him to lose over 9 million followers after his, you could say, support. You could say support, but outright just, hey, Donald Trump's Donald Trump's my friend, and you can be on either side of that coin, but he lost 9 million followers after he went on a rant about that. But we're here to talk about Apple, and during one of his many rants, Wes directly said... <laughs> I'd like to meet with Tim Cook. I got some ideas. Kanye West and Apple. Think about that for a second. Now, Kanye West, the Yeezys, he did collaborations with uh, Nike, with uh, with Adidas as well. Those are kind of the hot... Sh- I, I don't think they're that great a looking shoe, quite honestly. I'm a sneakerhead and I have yet to buy a pair of Yeezys because I refuse to buy them secondhand. I also think that it's just like totally overblown. And the shoes are all right, but look, if you had those shoes on a shelf and they didn't have the Yeezy name, I guarantee you, and yes, the name is part part of branding, blah, blah, blah. But I guarantee you they wouldn't be popular shoes. I know this for a fact. You know this for a fact. It almost looks like a water shoe at times. But I'm not here to hate. I'm just here to say that Kanye West tweeted out he'd like to meet with Tim Cook and he's got some ideas. Some people, I I retweeted that out and said, this is a good, I think this is a good Apple. Like, Kanye West has crazy ideas and most of those ideas will never come to fruition. We have crazy ideas as well. But you can't tell me that there's going to be one nugget in there that could be amazing. I'm just saying. Look, uh, I'll tell you who has come up with something really cool that people don't talk about that much. Will I am right? He used his money to get involved in tech. Uh, I believe he was a creative director for Intel for a small amount of time, but that didn't really work out. He came out with his um, Will I am kind of the I think it was the I am Plus smartwatch, but he actually came out with a really cool product called the Buttons that are Bluetooth wireless headphones, but they look sleek and they sound good. You can't tell me that Kanye West can't be involved in some sort of aesthetic decision on a product. But I do have, I mean, we could come out with the iPhone Yeezy. We could have the iPhone Yeezy and they would be exclusive to uh, Boost Mobile. My sneakerheads understand that joke. It's Trust me, it's funny. So Kanye West, sit down with Tim Cook. Sure, why not? Let's make it happen. 
All right, I told you we were just going to kind of do the gen- – there weren't many two big breaking stories this week, but really the big one was Apple officially announcing their out-of-the-wireless router game. Again, you can be a part of the show by calling us one eight three three triple eight abxl That's 2295. We also want to give a shout-out and thank you so much to my Platinum Apples on Patreon, Brandon Ledford, Terrence McElvey, Gil Cabrera, and Andy Halverson – that's the $100 per month level to show love to the show. I appreciate it so much, but I appreciate all of your support. So patreon.com slash Tong to keep this show rolling. That's going to do it for this week. Just a quick hit. Some of the headlines. We had an interview with German, and we'll continue to do this when we have future interviews. So enjoy the weekend. If you're listening to this on your ride home from work or you're just catching up early in the week, we'll talk to you soon. Be safe. Take care. Peace. Peace.